Hey everybody, this is Gloves Are All Sports Podcast. My name is Jim Drumheller, and as always, I am here with my broadcast associate, Jim Bruno. Today we're going to be talking about the Flyers. We're going to do a little bit of the forwards with the expansion draft, who we're going to see protected, who we were willing to get rid of. We'll be talking about the Extreme Rules pay-per-view coming up for WWE this weekend, as well as UFC 212, Aldo versus Halloway. And we'll be discussing a bit about the Eagles, you know, to look at our signing, how uh, OTA started out and everything. Yep, and we got a couple of just little tidbits, nothing, nothing earth-shattering at this point well we'll get into it so a little bits here and there yeah. if anybody has any questions comments or anything they want to let us know you can contact us at the gloves are off pc on twitter or the gloves are off podcast on facebook so getting right into let's start with the uh ufc here all righty so get a big card coming up tomorrow right we do right. we got uh aldo versus halloway for the featherweight title uh jose aldo no stranger to anybody <laughs> everybody knows what he's about <clears throat> he had a very embarrassing 13 seconds a couple years back <laughs> Rebounded to, you know, absolutely beat the tar out of Frankie Edgar. Not, a, not, not an easy thing not to do easy at all. Not an easy thing to do. And this one's for the featherweight title because Conor McGregor is no longer the featherweight champion. <laughs> Finally gave up a belt, huh? Well, they took it from him. Yeah, well, gave you gotta, up. You got to defend those things. They get yeah. mad. Interesting fight here, though. Holloway actually fought McGregor as well. Oh, And really? went to distance. And this was when McGregor was just dropping fool. This was before the Nidiaz moving around weight stuff. Yeah. Holloway went to distance with him. Interesting. Yeah, Holloway's a very tough out. It's, it's, it's a very good fight. It looks to be a striker's paradise nice these two are just gonna wail on each other until something gives <laughs> <laughs> probably somebody's jaw i would imagine right which is what i expected to see when stipe and neocic fought junior dos santos for the title last month not what happened not what happened at all huh? dos santos jaw gave quick <laughs> very very quick first round other fight on the card uh claudia gadalia is gonna be fighting carolina kovalkiewicz also a good fight a good striker battle a couple of you know a couple of girls that like to bang title fight i mean you know those are my favorite kind of women yeah so. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i was waiting for what a choice of words. <laughs> the interesting thing here is that on paper, it looks like absolutely you give the winner a title fight. But between the two of them, they have three losses to Yonjechik. Mm. So, it could be I a mean, problem. especially if Gedalia loses, you can't roll it back a third time. Yeah, it just... This isn't Ken Shamrock to Ortiz. You can't be like, but you lost the first two. Why are you doing a trilogy? <laughs> like, this isn't a or trilogy. Brock Lesnar and Bill Goldberg. Like, is it a posterity <laughs> win? <laughs> I told you I could win one. Right. Just let me keep trying eventually. Yeah. I'll win one. <laughs> well, that uh, didn't happen with Rousey and uh, or, yeah, Rousey or, Tate. Yeah. Tate yeah. I, I still say do that again. Jesus God. Send off both their careers. I think that their careers have been sent off pretty right. Pretty much. I'm not going to say pretty well. Just they've been sent off, both of well, them. Well, I mean, Tate retired and yeah. Rousey's afraid to fight anymore. Rousey should retire. She uh, hurts my heart to say. She got hurt feelings. Yeah. Another um, interesting scenario that broke out in this card was uh, Vitor Belfort's going to fight Nate Marquardt. Okay. Nate Marquardt was a big uh, big deal back in the day. Yeah, it was supposed I, to be a lot. It didn't really pan out for him. Hmm. Uh, still a great fighter. Just still dangerous. Not that up, upper echelon yeah. type of guy. And, you know, he's getting older. He's got some losses that he probably doesn't want to discuss. And he, he does have a, I believe, a knockout win over Tyron Woodley. Really? On under his belt. So, yeah, there is That's that. something, yeah. In a title fight, no less. God bless those strike force. Um, another thing is, Belfort said this was going to be it for him. Okay. This was going to be his last fight. He said it after his last fight. You know, everything ends. It's time to go. But then he started waffling on it and saying maybe he'd like to go over to Bellator and take a couple of fights after this fight. So you're going to leave the major leagues, go to the minor leagues. To... Well, that's where you can win. Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, that's like, uh, I don't know, Ryan Howard going down to the minor, uh, hold on, that didn't work out well. No, nah, it didn't work out at all. Yeah. 
But then, they, thought, they thought they were going to bring him up. But he's got a hitch in his plan. Him? He's got another fight on his contract after this at the UFC. Oh, so either he is... Either he completes his contract or he retires. Yeah. But he, he can he can not retire, but, but he can't fight, fight in yeah. Bellator. When another, cause especially what happened with Rampage Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he started to breach the contract and, they were, and he signed with the UFC. And Bellator took up the court because they had fights left. And they actually made him come back after he fought in the UFC. Wow. He had one fight in the UFC when he came back and then he had to go back to Bellator. Uh, now <laughs> Suck. And the question still is: Now that he's finished his Bellator deal, does he have fights under his UFC deal? Yeah. Well, if you sign a contract, <laughs> if you like sign that, a multi-fight while, contract, while you're already in breach of another contract, yeah. How does that work out? Does that void? It's like right, but at the same time, know. he fought one of the fights on the contract. Yeah, but I mean, that, <laughs> so, I mean, it's a weird situation. There's got to be some language in there that says something. On top of that, he doesn't sound very eager to get back in there anytime yeah. soon. So there's that too. Yeah. It sucks getting old. Yeah, it sure does. But uh, <clears throat> I mean, that's really the meat of the card. There's other fights, but... Nothing worth writing home or mentioning on um, your sports podcast about? For the sake of time management for the show, nah. that's pretty much where we're going to be. Alright. Um, the other thing going on in the UFC, first off, is the uh, the whole saga with Michael Bisping and GSP. I yeah, gotta, you were kind of touching on this when we were talking about it a little bit before the show. So they signed this mega fight, which infuriates everybody but the two of them. <laughs> Every middleweight contender was furious. Yeah. Uh, to the far, to the point where Kevin Ga- Kelvin Gastelum actually came out and says, I don't know why we have ranking. Sure. I don't see the Point. Fair question. I mean, uh, Dana seems to put the fights together that he wants to see, or right. or the guys allow him to do, or right. guys or gals. You know, it just <laughs> seems like the inmates are running that asylum, man. It's wild stuff. But then GSP stalls and stalls and stalls, and it finally comes out and says he can't fight until November. This is a huge problem for Dana, and he yeah. says, "Well, no, screw you. You'll fight Yal Romero, who is a legit number one contender for the middleweights. Good on Dana." Okay. Right before he announced that, Bisping went on Twitter and said, "Hey, if he wants to wait until November, that's fine. My knee's not." healing the way I thought it would, I could use the time. You get, so Romero goes, gets the fight and Bisping goes, yeah, I can't do it. <coughs> huh. So it's, oh, God. So he's, uh, Sounds Romero's, like a clusterfuck. Romero's gonna fight Whitaker for the interim title and I always have a problem with interim titles. Oh, God, there's so many interim titles. Just yeah. Have the real title fights. Have champions that fight. But in this situation, I think this is where an it's interim probably title just, makes yeah, sense. Yeah, it's justifiable. Right. I mean, Bisping last fought Dana Henderson that was a while ago. I probably should have researched that before I came on, but I didn't. <laughs> so, it happens. But I didn't, so here we are. Um, the other thing going on is Cyborg's in another mess. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, they had a fighter's retreat in Vegas. It was an athlete's retreat, actually. Oh, really? So it wasn't just fighting? Yeah, there was a whole bunch of people there. No CM Punk. <laughs> he's busy filming for MTV right now. And he's also not a fighter, either. Well, he's yeah. a contracted UFC fighter, <laughs> so, yeah. I guess by by definition, right? There's still rumblings that he's going to fight again. But like I said, right now he's filming for MTV. He's doing the Real World, Real World Challenge. Oh, is he really? <laughs> yeah. He, what the... Well, they're doing like the Miz wasn't ver- available, so yeah, <laughs> right. They're doing a uh, pros versus champions, which is like the champions from all of like oh you know, yeah yeah like pros Joe against thing. actual pros. Where okay. it's like like Sean Merriman was on there. Okay. Uh, Lolo Jones, CM Punk, uh, Cameron uh, something because of the W he used to play for the Panthers. That's Cameron Wake. No, no paint. Uh, whatever. I don't remember. Yeah. Anyway, so they do this athletes retreat, and Cyborg runs into Angela Mag- Mangana, who absolutely just makes a career out of not being a fighter. She's Terrible. But going on Twitter and just saying horrible shit about people. Okay. And I think I'm starting to see where this is going. They run into each other and just, you know, Cyborg starts screaming, you know, about how she shouldn't talk shit. Mangana's not backing down. Now, mind you, Mangana fights at 115. 115-pound woman. Standing up to Cyborg. Well, he was walking around at 180, 185. Yeah. And this other chick's probably walking around at 125, 135. Tops. So, so Cyborg punched her in the face. Okay. Which, they're fighters, I get it. But this is at a athlete's retreat. Yeah, I can see Dana. It's in a public a... setting and it was filmed. Forget Dana, That that's assault. I, I can, Yeah, well, I can see you know, <laughs> Dana having a problem with it as well. You're well, not UFC representing the UFC. The, yeah, the UFC. The UFC officials call the police. <laughs> <laughs> see? <laughs> yeah. See, they're going to have problems with that. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, okay. Man, got a press charges. Um, it was one of those things where we'll let the cops sort it out and then we'll do something yeah. the UFC. Yep, yep. Uh, the cops haven't sorted out the UFC solution to the problem is to have cyber fight in July 29th at Anaheim against to be determined. Okay. Um, I guess that's her punishment. She has to work. Yeah, or they're probably trying to fatten the other chick up. <laughs> I don't know what the weight's going to be, anything. They're going to make, you know what they're going to do? They're going to make Cyborg cut to 115 and if she dies, she dies. And Cyborg can't cut to 140. I know, dude. <laughs> wow. She can't cut to her natural weight. Nah. Um... <laughs> 
What a mess that cyborg. Yep. Who she will not be fighting, though, is Jermaine Duranime for the 145 title, because Duranime refuses to fight her. Which she is not, said, not a good look. Look, not a good look when you and Cyborg are the only fighters in the division. Yeah. <laughs> Home true. went back to 135. Eh? So that's it. That's what you got. I'm sure Home could go back up, but... Yeah, but she won't. Yeah. <laughs> she hasn't done too well elsewhere. Right. Other than that uh, Ronda Rousey thing, you know. Yeah. She hasn't won a fight since then. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Although a lot of people will tell you she should have won the Durand Bay fight. But, she, I mean, she had a lot of bad shots after the bell. She probably should have defended those, I guess. Uh, it's hard to prepare to, to defend shots after the bell. Yeah, that's kind of... You don't really expect illegal, those. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, none of them are ever penalized. But they are illegal. Yeah, they are illegal. Uh, she said that, you know, with Cyborg being a two-time cheater now, which, first time she popped for roids, yeah. she did her time. There was no... Could have been a poppy seed bagel or something. She right? swears she was innocent, but, yeah. you know... And then the diuretic thing was the The facts. Week. And the diuretic thing that she actually got taken care of with a retroactive therapeutic use exemption. So she's only a one-time cheater, then? Well, yeah, but she did fail two drug tests. Yeah. And on top of that, she just assaulted somebody in public. Yeah, yeah, it's not looking too um, good. Cyborg's one of these people, it's like like LeBron James, where... Oh, I can't wait to hear this comparison. There's talent there. Absolutely a gifted person, but damn, it's got to be hard to be that person's fan. Um, see, I, I'm going to disagree. I John mean, Jones is a good one. Yeah. That's a better, <laughs> better comparison, because LeBron's a good guy. He made the one silly screw-up by doing that, uh... This special to where he was going or whatever the hell oh, the, the decision or whatever farce. I mean that was terrible I was Absolutely. waiting for Vince McMahon to pop out right um, so he's still he's still catching heat for that but I, the guy is approaching <laughs> it was like 8 years ago he's yeah I mean, he's approaching greatest of all time status uh, he really is he's, he's getting there I mean he's damn close yeah he's, he's knocking on Jordan's foot, uh, doorstep uh, right but he's also played continuously where Jordan didn't Jordan took a couple years off and then came back and won 3 more titles again true and I don't really compare the supporting cast favorably well, according to Pippin, Pippin and Horace Grant uh, versus who's LeBron got over there? <laughs> He's got Kyrie Irving and uh, and uh, Love. Who else has he won titles with? Oh, um, yeah, yeah down it's in like Miami. Who's who in the NBA? Yeah, well, it was <laughs> yeah. like it was two two or three guys. It was sure. Stays, but, I mean, Pippin was no joke either. I put any of the guys Grant, I named. You had Dennis Rodman at all, all yeah. different times. So it's not like Jordan didn't have good players. It's like John Paxton. Yeah, he was actually pretty damn good as hell. He was the prototypical 80s white boy. Well, yeah. You just drain him from yeah, distance. Yeah, three. He was, he, was, he was the Bulls answer to Dan Marley. Holy shit. We just did a little talk on fucking NBA. Yeah, the most interesting thing about basketball is the stuff that happened years ago. Right. Um. Well, when you have the last, what, five years, two teams have been in the championship, the or whatever it's been three last three years the Golden State Warriors and the out of the last uh, five years it's been four teams yeah, total yeah should tell you something a back to back and then a, a trilogy where the parody is right I where think it's going to get to the point actually where the Cavaliers and the Warriors are playing an actual best of seven by year yeah by year <laughs> could be coming up could be what are they tied right now oh are the Cavs up two up? Two up, yeah. All right. Yep, yep. It's, uh, it's the Misha Tate rule. Yeah. Let us keep trying. We'll beat them eventually. Eventually. We got this. Right. The other problem, uh, the other thing Durandame said that was interesting, getting back to the topic here, is that she doesn't care if the UFC strips her that title for not fighting Cyborg. Really? She don't care. She'll be back to 135. She doesn't care. She's not fighting her. That's interesting. She won't do it to end the consequence. That's interesting. She, I mean, really, she's taking a stand on something she believes in. And yeah. At the same of... time, it sounds an awful lot like she's running away. Yeah. I'd run away from Cyborg, but whatever. It was funny because when she punched Mangana, we've been trying to break it up. Chris Weedman. And um, Cyborg turned him a point. Don't touch me. <laughs> Weedman's like, whoa, what are you yeah. <laughs> We're good. We're good. Yeah. Uh, the other interesting thing is we brought up John Jones to touch on real quick here. He's you know who he's fight fighting again? in July? Threatening the fight again. No, he's he's, he's on the card. It's official. Main yeah, event. but he was official for 200. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, until he uh, actually walks down the ring, the aisle, gets into the ring, I'm going to still be skeptical. They got a safety net. Jimmy Mountain was waiting in the wings. They're going to put him on the card. They don't know against who, but just so he's there ready. Yeah. Yeah, start training for this guy and that guy. That, that all go well for him. For those in not in the know, he will be fighting uh, Daniel Cormier for the light heavyweight title. Oh, okay. Well, he never lost, but tried his damnedest. Yeah. He's had it stripped a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. He's bad. All right. What do we got going on with uh, some, uh, we do some wrestling or some flyers? Let's get into some flyers talk here. Right. First off, we got some NHL talk. The finals are going on. They are going. Not going the way I expected. No? You got the hottest goalie in the playoffs against Crosby and company. You figure this is going to be quite a series. Game one, completely lopsided. Pittsburgh had 12 total shots. They went 37 minutes without a shot. That's almost two periods. Yep. Without a shot. Without a shot. They had zero shots in the second period at all. Ridiculous, man. All of these were records, by the way, yeah. in the finals. And won 5-3. Pittsburgh won that game 
five three. So the hottest goalie in the in the freaking playoffs is uh yeah yeah batting five hundred. Pekarene is not doing good. Best line I heard came from my buddy Christopher J. Sturmel said that Nashville needs a Viagra or Pekka's not working. Yeah, <laughs> very nice, <laughs> very nice indeed. Yes. Uh, game two came in at uh, tied up one to one right into the third period. Pittsburgh explodes for four goals, three goals. Jeez. And it's again, Renee got pulled in that game. Okay. They were like, whoa, dude, you're done. Yeah, nine goals in a couple of periods. Who do you start in game three? That's a tough yeah. call, man. Uh, that's a tough call maybe for Peter Laviolette to make. Maybe at this point, you just uh, play with the sixth man. Historic run for Laviolette here, though. Yeah, third team. one of very few coaches to bring the third team to the finals. It was yeah. Carolina, Philadelphia, and now Nashville. Yeah, but he's won with he won I believe Carolina, he won with right? Carolina. I believe yeah. so. If he can win with Nashville, people are going to be looking at Philly and going, hold on a second. But that's the series in a, in a nutshell. They'll be playing again tomorrow. They're going back to Nashville. And I'd say anything could change the series still. Yeah. Pittsburgh's up 2 nothing. But if Renee wakes up, you got a whole different series. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Crosby gets a concussion, <laughs> which is one of those wishful thinking sort of deals. No offense to Crosby. Concussions are a serious deal. And he's got plenty of them. I really don't want him to get a concussion. But it's one of those scenarios where it's like, oh, that'd be nice. It's very likely it's, to happen. It's a likely thing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's scary. I don't know how much time. I don't know how much treads left and I'm tired. It's like the tread on the tires is fine, but the rims are all dinged up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. Exactly. So let's get into the Flyers. This week, we'll do the forwards. I figure next week, build into the expansion draft, we'll do the defensemen and the goalies. Now, when is the actual expansion draft? For June 21st. Okay. The goalies gets interesting. The one thing I want to bring up before uh, coming in the next week about that is uh, Steve Mason. Because here's the deal with the expansion draft. They have to pick one player from each team. Mm-hmm. Have to. Yes. Bound by law. They have to take a flyer. Now, they also get a three-day head start on free agency. Really? They got a two-day head start and asked Batman for another day. And he was like, all right. yeah." That's what I said. Like, what? Yeah, one extra day. They get a head start on free agent. The caveat here is that let's say they get their 72-hour head start and they immediately go and sign Steve Mason. It counts. They don't have to take another flyer. He counts as a flyer's choice. Really? Yes. Interesting. That is interesting. It's a weird little caveat. It's uh, an interesting little system they have, actually. Yeah. There's, there's are lots of ins and outs here. Yeah. Um, so let's get into the forwards now. All right. Or at least the major names. Oh, okay. And uh, I think what we'll do is we'll go down each and we'll see who we want to keep, who we want to move, why, and then we'll look at who we're leaving at the end of it and uh, who's more likely to go. So we'll start at the top. Captain Claude, he's not going anywhere. No says, movement clause. Says you. No movement clause. Ineligible. Okay. Unless he agrees. No. Unless he agrees to waive it. No. Yes. There's no waiving no movement clauses. You have to protect him. In the expansion draft? Yes. Okay. And that's what we're talking about. Okay. So they can't even look at him? No. Okay. So he stays... Until you have to use one of your protections. You get to protect seven of these guys. Uh-huh. Seven forwards, two defensemen, and a goalie. Okay. Um, or you can do eight skaters total and a goalie, but... Okay. They're going to go seven. They got so many forwards that they need to protect, mm-hmm. and not so many... Def- they have a lot of ineligible defensemen, too. So, but he's a pretty much he's a guy that they can't even look at him, so they don't need right. to waste protection on him. Right. Okay. And that's all we really need to discuss about it. Yeah. They have to use a protection on. Him. That's uh, that's the deal. He's one. He's of an automatic stuff. protection. Okay. Got it. So got he's it. protected. So that's why they can't look at him. Okay. Uh, Jake Forcheck. <sighs> See, the first two names you named are guys that one or the other, I think, needs to be moved. So, you, do you expose Voracek and let him go for free? Yeah. You let him go for free, get nothing back? Well, not for free, no. So, I, you protect him? Yeah, you protect him. So, he's protected? In order to trade him, yeah. Um, I'm not sold on the idea of moving Voracek. He's still the top points guy in, in, in on the team. He's creating goals. Mm-hmm. He's creating chances. Uh, You look at how, like, you always hear, like, oh, this guy's played so much better since he got on that line with Voracek. Yeah. He's not doing it himself. Making them around him better. But he's making yeah. the players around that's, him better. That's a teammate, yeah. That's a teammate. That's somebody you want. He, he had so many rebounds. Uh, moving on. Braden Shen. Hmm. Interesting. Led the league in power play goals last year. I guess you got to keep him then, right? You got to protect him. <laughs> Here's where it gets tricky, though. Now we're up to three protections. You only got so four more. Four more. Yeah. And that's, that's a long list. Yeah, I see it. Uh, Valtteri Filpula has a new movement clause. He's so automatic. automatic. Now we're down to three. Sean Couturier. Oof. Or Coots. Yeah. I think you got to protect him. I think you do, too. Yeah, I think you have to. It makes everything else so much trickier, though. Yeah. So that's five. Next one on your list, you have to protect. Wayne Simmons. you got to protect him. And that didn't need to be discussed. Yep. All right, so we got two more protections. Matt Reed. He was lightening up beginning of the year, wasn't he? He had five goals in the first five games. He yeah. finished the season with seven. That's... You can kind of see where that's going. <laughs> All right. I think you can expose him. I like Reed. He hasn't played to his potential. He doesn't make a whole lot of money, but he hasn't played to that either. Well, let's, let's put him as exposed with, with the option to always come back. 
Well, I mean, they don't have to take them either. Yeah. You could come back. You're just risking it. I mean, in our list, we'll uh, we'll expose them and then we'll see if yeah, yeah maybe either somebody else. Right, and, if, and the other thing is, you got it's got to be someone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. uh, Dale Weiss, who I believe is a free agent. I'm not sure. No, he's got another year. Okay. Dale Weiss. Uh, I say leave him open. Uh, you know, Weiss is a solid third, t- third, fourth line guy, checking line guy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, he contribute on the power play a little bit, on the penalty kill a little bit. But it's somebody that you can replace. But sounds like kind of not only that, but you've got youth movement coming in. You gotta make room. Yeah. Uh, so we'll expose him. So we'll expose Weiss. This one I've, I've I've been wrestling ever since this whole concept came out. Michael Raffle. Ooh. Ooh. I think you protect him. Yeah? Yeah, I think so. Alright. We'll protect Raffle. He's a dynamic young player in the thread in the vein of uh Villy Leno. Oh, that we had in yeah. the cup run. Yep. Yeah. He's you know, I gotta go make any headlines, but he's always out there and he's always giving his best. Nick Cousins. I think he had a strong first full season with the Flyers. Yeah. Very good guy. Yeah. Um, Very good in the shootout. Well, fuck, we got to protect him. We got to. We we, we need one of those. Well, Voracek's good in the shootout, too. Yeah, but can't do everything. Plus, he's getting traded. Plus, you need more of one shooter in the shootout. Uh, Pierre-Edouard Belmar. He just got a contract extension this year. Yeah, he got the uh, assistancy. Yeah, yeah, where are we at with numbers-wise? It depends on Raffle. So, so what we're essentially doing is Raffle or Belmar, who are you exposing? Right. Or we George Jordan Wheel, who played very, very well down this yeah. They sent him in the minors at the beginning of the year and he played well there and they brought him up and he played real well. Yeah. Oh. I'm getting rid of Raffle. Yeah, I think Raffle's going to have to be exposed. Yeah. So we keep Belmar? Yep. Now do we keep Wheels? We got too many... Uh, now we got too many? Too many protected here. Alright. Ooh. Wait. So who's it coming down to at this six. point? Out of... Scott Lawton's on this list too, but expose, expose him. Expose him, yep. He's not paying out. Alright, so we got... We'll go back through. Mm-hmm. You don't want to give Voracek away for nothing. Nope. You don't want to lose Braden Shen. Nope. You don't want to lose Kateria or Simmer. Coots is on the uh, maybe list for me. Yeah, no, not for me. Okay. I mean... He plays well in the right situation. You just gotta give him the right situation. <laughs> and the way the lines are gonna move around with these young kids coming in. The right situation's there. Uh, we all may be exempt. I don't think so. One, two, four, five, six, seven, nine. Okay, so if we protect all three, Cousins, Belmar, and Wheel, we've got nine protections, so we need to cut two. So we're cutting two, huh? Cousins, Belmar, and Wheel. Exposed two. Well, that sucks. You're, you're exposing Cousins. That sucks. Is, I mean, is that you're not your play? <sighs> it's not ideal, but... You know what? I expose Wheel. Would you? Yeah. Okay. There's no guarantees with Wheel. Where Cousins is much younger, okay. more consistent concept. Yeah. Um, You're laboring over this, yeah. man. Yeah, this is tough for you. Yeah, that's a tough one. Belmar or, or Wheel? You gotta keep Belmar. I guess you do have to expose Cousins. Yeah. Wow, expansion draft sucks. Yeah. And there you Imagine what the Hextall's doing right now. Yeah. So we're exposed. Uh, Hextall's a fucking executioner. He's cold-hearted. Yeah. Um, right. So we're exposing Reed, Dale Weiss, Michael Roffel, Nick Cousins, and Scott Lott. So most you're only losing one of those guys, though. So. Well, they could take them all. But you they have one. to pick at least one. Okay, okay. So they have to grab one from each each team, but they can take multiple. Right, they, but they, they can't look at your roster and go, nah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's where we're at like with that. Like if the Cleveland Browns were in the NHL, people would just be like, nah, right. nah, you have to take one. Right. Nah. All right. That's their punter, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, moving on to the WWE. Alrighty. We got Extreme Rules coming up this Sunday, as is our broadcast date. Yeah. Um... I don't know what to make of this card. Now, this is a SmackDown card, correct? This is a Raw card. Raw. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, Extreme. I'm thinking it's uh, Money in the Bank. You're thinking of Money in the Bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I mean, you start off on a bad note. You got this feud going on with uh, Rick Swan and Noam Dar, the Cruiserweights. Yep, yep, yep. Over Alicia Fox. So, oh, uh-huh. so Dar's going to team with Fox, and Swan's going to team with Sasha Banks. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. Sasha Banks in the 205 match. Yeah. Youch. Yeah. Well, Alicia Fox in the 205 match. Yeah. I mean, what are you trying to do? You're trying to use the women to bolster it's like working them? like velocity, though. I mean, I could see yeah. Fox on it. <laughs> Who knows? That may be a pre- pre-show card. Or but, match. Yeah, maybe. And Banks on the pre-show is even worse. Yeah, like, for her, like, what, what? how the mighty have fallen? Well, she can't stay healthy. And Vince wasn't high on her to begin with because he was worried that she couldn't stay healthy. And she just kind of proved him right. Um, That's not good to do. Moving on, we've yeah. got... Yeah, I mean, I imagine Sasha's team will win. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Although Fox did get a clean win over Banks a couple of weeks ago in Raw. Yeah, that happened. Alicia Fox beat Sasha Banks clean. Okay, that happens. Yeah. Alicia Fox is the longest tenured uh, uh, diva. Yeah, it ladies. was Rosa Mendez before they called. You know, Rosa Mendez had one total win. Really? Yeah, That's... one. Okay. I think it was over Alicia Fox, too. Well, yeah, no, so Judy Bagwell. <laughs> sure, but Judy Bagwell only worked one match. <laughs> 
Moving on, we've got the Cruiserweight title match. Uh, Neville versus Austin Aries. Again. Should be a good match. Submission match. Should be a real good match. Absolutely. Neville's been using the rings of Saturn. Nice. Uh, Aries, of course, has the last chancery. Um, I like it. And they did the thing uh, on Raw where they had like a tag match. And Aries did tap Neville. And it showed that he actually can beat him. Yeah. Because they've been doing this feud since before WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. And Aries, Aries has come up empty the entire way. So you got to get get one in the Aries right. column, yeah. But uh, you, you got to wonder if the rule plays into effect. If you get the win on the go-home, you're not winning the show. Yeah, it's true. I hope it goes into effect. And we'll discuss that in a bit. Uh, yeah, I think Aries is probably going to win the title here. Didn't he it's, win the only, it? it's only the really... It's, Really, to me, is the only way you can move on from that. Yeah, and he, to me, he's... I mean, 205, they're doing a pretty good job with it, I think. Yeah. I know their ratings aren't there, and they're thinking about scrapping it. Right. But I think that uh, Aries is one of those guys... Maybe scrapping that, the show, not the division. Yeah. I think they are the show, not the division. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think Aries is one of those guys. He's a tweener in my eyes. Yeah. So he kind of go... He could give up to the main roster. Maybe not be a, you know, upper echelon top card guy. It's funny, because you think about guys like Austin Aries and those guys over in TNA. You don't realize how tiny they are until they come over. Yeah. And you're like, wow, he's little. That's because you put, Vince is put, known for putting, you know, eight foot guys in right. the ring all the time, so. Yeah, the Austin Aries versus Kane match was a little mismatched. Yeah. <laughs> um, poor Kane. Oh, he's running for uh, Mayor in uh, Tennessee. Yeah, he's actually. That's what he's yeah. doing. Yeah. God, he hasn't been on TV in ages. He wasn't even in the Rumble. No. Huh? He's a Rumble staple. He sure is. was. But uh, I think it's the only way, I don't know where you go from this. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta give Aries the, the rub on this one. In the even title. if you do, I, I guess you, you, you roll it back. If You could roll it back again if you do that. Yeah, you could. It would have to be like a, a, a big blow off. Yeah. Like maybe like a. Like is Hell in the Cell coming up? What's in between? SummerSlam's coming Summer up. Slam, That's yeah. a major show. Yeah. But you got July before that. July's a. Yeah, but you're not. Are they running 24 pay per views now? Or are they just running. Yeah, uh, they're just. Are they just. Yeah. It's, it's embarrassing how many they do now. It's oversaturation. Yep. And they can't imagine why the raw ratings are going down. And we'll get to that in a few there minutes. There was one episode of Monday Nitro ever mm-hmm. that had lower rating than the last Raw. Wow. Yeah. That should tell you something. That's how low it's gotten. Yeah. I mean, it's a different era. The ratings are down across the board compared to that by yeah. a long shot. Well, yeah. I mean, fucking back then they were doing sixes and sevens. I'll bet it was the episode after the finger poke at Doom. When oh, everybody yeah. was like, oh, this is a joke. Fuck that. Yeah. Could have been. <laughs> Could have been. You gotta be kidding me. It's almost yeah. as bad as having a year and a half build up for a match that actually put Hogan over more than it did Sting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you were going to go there. But Absolutely yeah. refused to do business the right way. Yep. Typical Hogan. Yep. Moving on, we've got uh, the Hardys versus uh, Sheamus and Cesaro. Yeah. I actually like Sheamus and Cesaro more than the Hardys right now. It, you know what? <laughs> it's really simple. Yeah. Well, if it, it wasn't it's, Team it's, Extreme, if it was Broken Hardys, yeah. you'd be all over that. Sure. And I would too, and you know. But I, I think that's nothing what's against the Hardys, but it's such a stale act at this point. And that's why they started the broken universe. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, dude. Just, it was cool when they came back. It got the pop. You got your nostalgia. But now what? And they're just they got to get those characters. They got to get the trademark to that character. Yeah. Although I read something that WWE doesn't even want it. That's nonsense. I would imagine it is. I can like, tell. Like Vince's marketing machine behind that. Prove why it. If they didn't if they didn't want anything to do with that gimmick at all, then they would let Matt do the mannerisms in the ring. And they'd tell him to dye his hair. Yeah. One collar. Right. Yeah, I but get it. They're actually letting him drop hints every yeah. time he's out there that the gimmick's still there. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't do that if they didn't want it. Exactly. Um, I'm they, telling you, they're, they're going to come out as a shattered or... Well, or they're going to do the blow-off in the cage. Okay. And again, it's not the name, it's the gimmick. Yeah, but I'm saying... They call it whatever they want, but if they do that gimmick... Oh, is that what it they're is? They're in violation, yeah. Okay. All right, well, let's see. Uh, they're gonna do it in the cage. Disappointed me a little bit because what they did was they had the match where the winner got to pick the stipulation. Okay. And I was like, oh, here we go. This is gonna be something ludicrous. No, it's a cage match. Yeah. Yeah, great. Boy, that'll tell you. Now, if they brought back the blue bar cage, I think we'd be okay with that. Maybe. Maybe Easier to climb. That's for sure. Nostalgic purposes. Sure, but just the one time, as we just discussed. Yeah. Um, I think Seamus, Seamus, and Star are gonna go over here. I could. I think you could actually use this as a prelude to breaking them. Yeah. Really fuck them up in that cage. Yeah. But the thing is, you gotta get. I mean, and we're not we're not going to know until it happens no. if they ever get the broken thing. Um, you won't know until you know. Yeah. <laughs> and it, if I'm not mistaken, TNA and or whatever Impact or whatever has done deals with WWE in the past. Am I wrong on that? I know WCW did, and that's how Vin- Vincent uh, was able to buy WCW because it was some lawsuit that was settled. With yeah. If they ever got put up for sale, yeah. Vince had first shot or right of um, refusal or whatever. 
I can't think of the exact situation. I think TNA owes him a... I, I think WWE owes TNA a favor, though. Because it wasn't TNA that took Scott Steiner off their hands? No. Oh, they just kicked him out? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sent him back to Turner? Well, there was no Turner at that point. Yeah. No, they mailed him to Ted Turner's house. Oh, yeah. You made it, you deal with it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, but you had a hand. I think... Uh, no, they were Steiners when they were here. Big pop, it's the same pop, situation with Neville and Aries. You gotta put James and Savara over here. Or it kills them. Yeah. Or there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. You have to... There's gotta be some kind of a battle back and forth sure for yeah things to work yeah do something um moving on Vince Russo's who by the way recently contacted Vince McMahon about god damn you his job back yeah he's, he wants to uh, improve Raw's sinking rating. and Vince was like okay no yeah <laughs> Did he sound receptive? Vince never sounds receptive of his life. That's not true at all. <laughs> Vince is open to do business with anybody if sure. it's going to make some money. If it'll make money, he'll do business with anybody. The funny thing is, like, hired the way this conversation off. went, um, answered the phone, and Vince fired him again. Yeah. <laughs> You're fired. You're fired. Right. I'll kiss my ass. Right. You can have your job back. Um, but he's, he's booking looms large over this one. We've got Alexa Bliss defending against Bailey and a kendo stick on a pole match. <laughs> yep. Yeah, they're going there. <laughs> There I is. just uh, saw some uh, one of these stupid websites. Yeah, it's extreme it. rules, hence all the gimmicks. Yeah, these matches. I get it. Um, about Bailey. Um, I like Bailey. Yeah, you know, it's a cheesy, campy. Probably she can't turn her. <laughs> you can't, you, you, you well, can't. if you do, you, she's really going to be able to pull the part. No, no, you can. Not, you, 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 you can. You, you can do it, but every time you look at Bailey, you're going to see that fangirl. It's not going to work. Nah, you, you got to do something real dark with her. Align her with Bray Wyatt or something like that. Like, oh yeah, it can be done. It's Ever just, stabbed JBL? Well, people wouldn't clap that. Yeah, people that's true. That, yeah. <laughs> Blue Meanie especially. Right. Meanie and Ronaldo would be sitting there eating popcorn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the greatest. Right. I think Ronaldo's coming back, actually. Yeah, I, I heard that. He's doing something for ESPN coming up. I, when I thought that's I heard. Good that somebody is. They got more rid of more people. John Clayton. John Clayton. John Clayton. How the frick do you fire that? That whole, I mean, obviously that whole thing is just coming down. But The only good part about him getting fired was it was all over Twitter was the, the old commercial he did with ESPN. Yeah. Where he's like doing it interview and it's like the top up tucks yeah and then he gets off and he rips off the top and it's a slayer shirt underneath and he pulls out the fucking long hair <laughs> yeah I, that was a good question I, we're gonna have to talk about that at some point sure we'll get to we'll it. get into it yeah i mean it, it, it'll keep trickling down the thing is i'll just say right now the thing that's shocking me that you're gonna get rid of all these top name guys like this and sal Powell still has a job i figured it out oh, okay. he was the groom for the arrival of espn studios of chip kelly he yeah. got rid of all the talent yeah but usually he does that maybe he did but yeah it's true they have him fucking work too. He's going to do college and NFL. That's about time somebody does. Yeah, right? <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. Uh, Dean Ambrose defending against The Miz and a DQ will allow for a title change. I'm tired of those two together. Although, I, I, I'm back to loving Ambrose. I want to put The Miz over here just because Miz was so great with the, the Intercontinental title. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You got you to come back to that. Was the Intercontinental or US? Yeah, I think. U uh, yeah, Ambrose both. Ambrose has the US? Yeah, both at one point. Or, or not simultaneously. He was the Eurocontinental yeah. champion. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt Angle got a little interesting this week. We'll get on that. We'll touch on that too. Yep. Um, and then a main event. Oh, who are you putting over? Ambrose and Miz. I'm a Ambrose guy. What about, Bliss and, what about Bliss and Bailey? Bliss. Yeah, I'd, I'd say Bliss. I'm going to go with Miz though. Is uh, is Bliss better chasing it? Or I'm sorry, Bailey better chasing the championship? Yeah. She's, she's she had, Sami Zayn. Zane. She had it for a minute, right? It's another good idea. The other person that you can never turn, Sami Zayn. If you put him under a red mask and call him delirious, you could probably do that. Or you could call him El Generico. Yeah, I'm delirious. Wow. <laughs> You're okay. delirious. Yeah, maybe. So the main event, this one's interesting, it really is. Except for the last part of it. <laughs> Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. Yeah, that's not interesting. Versus Finn Balor. That's interesting. Versus Bray Wyatt. Which is interesting. Versus Samoa Joe. Which is interesting. The winner moves on to face Brock Lesnar. Yeah. There's no bad option in that list. Except for Roman Reigns. Who got the win on the go-home. So we're good there. Yeah. yeah. Not only that, but Strowman's due back any minute. Oh, Strowman's late this summer. Late, late. I'm, it I'm can't actually even here. work until late this summer. But they could set up SummerSlam by having them. Yeah, they could do all this. that crap. Um, but if they're the sure, the unfortunate part of this match is the pay per view they'll be facing Lesnar on. The July Spectacular known as Great Balls of Fire. Why couldn't they just go with the Great American Bash? Why couldn't they just call it the July generic yeah. WWE pay-per-view? Anything in your would house? Be better. In your house. In your house. Give away a house. Why not? You know that yeah. kid sold that house for a quarter million dollars? Yep. Yeah. Holy I, hell. I just sold some of it. He was like I 12 just, years I just, old when he <laughs> yeah. I was 
it was like 12 when he won it. 12 years old, he had more yeah. money than either of both of us combined. Yeah. Uh, Great Balls of Fire is probably the worst option, though. Yeah. That's that's no good. But I mean, even yeah. Lesnar reigns, you know. Unless Lesnar's... you're bringing back Demon King. Unless you are. Wow. He hasn't been around in a while. And there has to be an Inferno match on the card. Yeah. Has to be. Has to be one. And who else is going to do Although it? Although they're pretty awful. And put, yeah. Inferno match. wear sleeves and then, oh yeah, we'll put this one arm that's sleeved. Right. You can tell right. they obviously had some flammable, flammable stuff. Flammable. But like, the problem with Inferno matches is you can't do anything. Yeah. You can't go over the top. You can't go off the top. Yeah. Can't run the ropes. Nope. <laughs> man, they, man, they thought running the ropes uh, was hard to begin with, huh? Right. <laughs> and it is. You run the ropes yeah. wrong, you will lacerate your liver. Yep. Um, I don't know why that made me think of Big E, because the New Day came back on SmackDown. Yeah. Challenge to do so. Because it reminded you of Ahmed Johnson, who actually did lacerate his liver or his Ahmed Johnson buses. was a train wreck. Yeah. Yeah. When, especially when it became part of... What else happened on SmackDown that really stunned me? Huh? Dolph Ziggler went over clean. I don't happen often. On AJ style. That really don't happen often. It was a great fucking match. Was it? Yeah, it really was. On top of that, um, AJ's been doing a job tour. Has he? Yeah. Just WWE figured something out. Mm-hmm. It won't hurt him. Nah, nah. But it could help elevate guys. By the way, raise a glass. Happy birthday, AJ Styles. Oh, yeah. Turns 40 today. Yeah. Somebody else I know turns 37 Tuesday, no? Me. We put the glasses down for that one. <laughs> we'll be raising them later. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's no bad options for Lesnar here. Even Reigns? I don't dislike it because you're not going to... Uh, fuck. I just hate Reigns. The idea of having Reigns go over on Lesnar and do the whole redemption arc from yeah. WrestleMania 31. Um, you don't pull not the, great balls of fire. You, you don't pull the trigger that early, which yeah. means Lesnar's going over. Yeah. Or Sharoma gets involved there. And, so, a, and then it becomes a three And Lesnar and Reigns is <laughs> fun to watch. Not really, Because they're brawlers. I, I and just hate Reigns. Reigns, if it's anything like WrestleMania 31, Reigns will start Potato and Lesnar and instantly regret it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He'll start working kind of snug and then instantly regret it. <laughs> uh, Seth Rollins in that? I'd watch that again. There's no way Rollins goes over on Lesnar. But... Who did uh, Rollins win his title from? Uh, he pinned Roman Reigns. Was it Roman Reigns? Or was it he Brock Lesnar? Roman Reigns. He cashed in the money he in the bank. pinned Roman Reigns. Are you sure about this? Not only that, but they had a one-on-one contest that July. All right. Wasn't it squashed him? I trust your memory. That's when Taker got... came back. Yeah. I trust your memory because what happened with the uh, In Your House Shawn Michaels WrestleMania thing and I'm never going right. to... The zip line. I'm the never, zip line. Never, gonna, <laughs> never doing that again. Right. Talk about eating crow. Well, you're a lot like the Nashville Predators. I get a lead and you just collapse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Finn Balor, I don't want to see that. Now, is Balor suited better for 205? No. Or is Balor suited better when he's painted up? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but you can't, if you do it all the time, it doesn't work anymore. It was working at Next. It was working his he whole... He didn't do it all the time. It was working his whole career, wasn't it? He did it on TakeOver. Okay. Um, well, TakeOver was a fun show. You gotta watch it. Yeah. You gotta watch it just for that UK title match. Really? Tyler Bate and Pete Dunne put on an absolute clinic on what wrestling should be, to the point where they were both, like, selling it so great that they were both so exhausted and so hurt that they did the spot where they're both getting up with their foreheads pressed to each other. Oh, and nice. And just mean mugging the whole way in, and it was full of false finishes, and the whole thing was just incredible. And it wasn't like WWE false finishes where you you knew but you didn't know. Um, Like ECW false finishes? Right. Where it was like, holy shit. Like, oh my god. Great choice of words after I mentioned ECW. Right. Oh my god. Holy shit. Um, Not only that, but the Rude Tommy match was pretty good. The unfortunate part of it being Hideo Tommy. Yeah. Uh, It was in Chicago and Tommy Tommy thought that would be the perfect place to hit his finisher, the movie invented, to go to sleep. (laughs) Chicago's a good place to hit that. I heard it works well for some people. Um, and he, he, sure enough, he hit it, and boy, did it get a pop. Uh, holding a takeover in Chicago was ballsy. Holding Chicago, Chicago Chicago even raw. Yeah, because they can't see him punk the whole damn time. I'm sure they probably did for that. Um, they did it once. Really, that's it? A couple of people started to do it, yeah. and the rest of the crowd started booing them. Nice. Yeah. So, there was that. Right. Um, but I don't want to see Balor versus Lesnar now. Nah. I think you got to build Balor up a lot more. Yeah. Not physically. I mean, you can only do what you can do. The guy's already cut out of granite. Right. But build his brand better. Would right. Be the, yeah. But Bray Wyatt would be fun. Again? They never wrestled. Did they not wrestle WrestleMania? Bray Wyatt and Brock Lesnar? Yeah. No. We, we sure about this? Certain. 100%. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking to take her. You say gonna take her. I'm looking to take her. Okay. This is ironic because Taker and Wyatt have wrestled WrestleMania. Yes, they have. <laughs> not a great match. Nah. 
Not it was actually fault. terrible. Bray barely sprained his ankle warming up that day. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. Not that, but it was hard to sell an Undertaker match right after losing a streak. That's yeah. a big deal. It, it worked. It was still a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last guy in that match was also an interesting option. Samoa Joe. I feel like they don't know what to do with him yet. Put him in there with Lesnar would do it. Yeah, that would do it, yeah. They did the table for three on WWE Network, and I'll, I'll touch on this real quick. Okay. With Jim Cornette, Michael Hayes, and Derek Bischoff. Yep. They put Cornette and Bischoff in the same room. I was just going to say, how did that work? First did the table time they stay had, upright? It was the first time they had spoken since Super Bowl three. Hmm. Okay. Whoa. Uh, that was a little trivia for it. But they agreed on one thing. A great main event for WrestleMania 34 would be Brock Lesnar versus Samoa Joe in a submission. Oh! Take the two toughest guys in the company. Yeah. And one of them has to tap. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That. Suddenly I just got um, the I Quit match with The Rock and uh, Mankind. Went through my head. Right. They had to pipe it in through. Which one of these guys is going to quit? Yeah. Like, um... The other interesting theory they had was on uh, the perception of wrestling now and why it's bad. Okay. Because the way these kids work now, they go out there and they get pops from the crowd from hitting their spots. Yeah. So spot, it doesn't, so spot it doesn't allow so to build character. Mm-hmm. You're True. not building character, you're building moves. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so you, you and I can train to do moves. So you can't delineate between yeah, heels and baby and faces. Yep. But out of those five, who do you got? Take it on Lesnar or Great Balls of Fire. Who would I like or who would I get? Who do I got? Give me both. I probably uh, got uh, Roman Reigns because that's just the way shit works. I'd like to see Joe. Now that you kind of got me excited for that. Alright. I got Rollins. Okay. Because out of those five, I think that you can't, you can't job out Balor too much more. You, you gotta, you gotta yeah. start building something with him. So he's not, he's probably not gonna lose, you know, the match. He may so. lose this match. Like not, but as in not match, win it. Yeah. Because it's not an elimination match, is it? Oh, I wish it was. <laughs> oh, I wish it was. <laughs> so you're not, so you don't have to pin Balor. So you don't have to pin him. Balor, right. And on top of that, um, out of those five, I think Rollins is probably the best cannon fodder right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I get it. He's got a little bit of heat still from uh, the Triple H win. Yeah. So there'll be something there. There's history there. Uh, but you can't cannon fodder Reigns because otherwise you're gonna have a hard time building up Strowman. Yeah. Um, so you're you're basically building Reigns to build Strowman. Yeah. In your mind, yeah. Okay. I mean, it's not a bad you idea. You can't do it to Wyatt again. <laughs> yeah. And you can't do it to Joe because you haven't done much with him yet. Yeah. You got to do something. He's gonna lose his badass thing. Not that, but he's lost all his big matches. Yeah. Uh, the other thing to touch on real quick to WWE is um. Kurt Angle, Corey Graves. Saw it. Or, I've read about it. I didn't actually see it live. Graves got the text message, went back. Uh, I think they're building for uh, Angle and Ring Return there. Yeah? Against who, though, is the question. That's the question. Who's sending text? I hope it's not Kevin Nash again. I hope it's not the... Uh, it's Kevin Nash. He texted himself. Corey Graves texted himself like Kevin Nash. Yeah. <laughs> or uh, or Hornswoggle is the... Uh, I just read something on the Nah, Swoggle's week. working for TNA. We're good there. Is he really? Yeah. Good. Well, I mean, uh, I hope it's not a situation like that. I watched last night. I watched Rockstar Spud beat him with a hammer. Oh, nice. You know, it was uncomfortable. Yeah, well, Watching a, a little person get beat up with a hammer is uncomfortable. Well, eh, you just don't know what kind of TV to watch. <clears throat> All right. Well, give me the Eagles. All right. So while we were talking. Breaking news. A little breaking news as we were talking. Jeremy Macklin has been released by the Chiefs. Absolutely has. So, he's not a speedster. Nope. He's not a big guy that's going to go up and catch the ball for nope. you. Like, a, you know, a, a Des Bryant type. But he's a solid, at this point in his career, number two, number Julio three. Julio Jones type. A guy, you don't have to be an accurate passer. Well, first we're going to talk about Julio him. Jones, because it's not Julio, it's Julio. Right. <laughs> but it's not Jose Aldo, it's Jose Aldo. Get it's your, weird. Get your freaking stuff straight, man. Um, here's the thing. If you can get a good offer for Jordan Matthews, who I think that may be the um, odd man out. I don't know that uh, Torrey Smith, first of all, I don't even know he's going to make the team. He'll make the team. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to. And of his $5 million contract this year, only 500000 of it is guaranteed. Oh, yeah, he's got the safe deal. Like, they gave uh, Mike Lennon over there in Chicago. Yeah, it's, it's one of those deals. He's basically, he has to... He's got like a $40 million year, but they can cut him this year for two yeah. and a half mil. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's <clears throat> it's good out. It's basically what it is, is it's three one-year deals sandwiched yeah. together, because it's every year it's $5 million. It's a bundle. Yeah. Every year it's $5 million with a $500,000 guarantee. Every year. So it's a fi- three-year $15 million, but really right. it's one-year... $500,000. The girl flow from the insurance commercial. Yeah. Do the bundles. The bundles. I can't remember the insurance name, though. Progressive. Progressive. Right? <clears throat> I'm so, progressing a little bit into a haze here. Yep. What do you, uh, Macklin, I... I took a flyer on him. <laughs> I think we took a flyer on him once. Uh, it worked, worked out pretty well, but then he went. Yeah, it worked out well once a good receiver was gone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you remember what happened is 
he was coming off of an ACL. It was one of the chip years. Yeah. And I was going to say, he came off a lot of ACLs. I was thinking of Corel Buckhalter. Oh, God. I liked Buckhalter. He was a great back. Just had, he literally had wires holding his knee together. Yeah, it was bad. Um, it was bad. He was good. Yeah. Good power back. Yeah. I'd take a flyer on him at this point if he wanted to come back. Uh, give him a, a, a trial deal. A five, you know, three-year, 500, no. five million. I give him one. No, a five-year deal or a three-year deal like you, like we were just talking about Tory Smith. A bundle. A bundle. You give him a bundle. Yeah. And so, that brings us to our next point here, moving right into the Eagles. Mm-hmm. But they are built to win now. Absolutely. The recent addition of LeGarrette Blount. Absolutely. Confer- another one-year deal. Yeah. Um, I think the one-year deal thing is getting a little bit over overblown. That's really all the money we have to spend. There's a guy who said he wasn't interested in Band-Aid. And I don't want to hear about the money because one of the guys got $15 million. Who? Alshon. Okay, that was his going rate. He actually only got $9.5 million. Well, we'll see. No, that, well, um, I mean, the other six is going to come through in incentives. Here's my question. And you're the football guy, so I'll posit this to you. All right. This team's building for now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they there? No. Although I hear out of camp or mini camps at that, how great Rasul Douglas, the cornerback, is looking. Yeah. World beating great is what they're saying. And the dude, Joe something or other, who blew his ACL last year. Uh, Joe, uh... What yeah, is what is his last name? Walker? Yeah. Yep. The linebacker. Yeah. Yeah. Which we, we need. We don't... <laughs> we still need linebackers. I mean, you got... They have uh, linebacker. No, you got Hicks and you got Bradham, who played very well last year. Very, very well. He played very well last year. That was the only year we've had him, so... It's not the only year he played. <laughs> no, he, he was, he's a good, solid linebacker. He's not... He's not a pro bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hate he's that a, word. He's not all pro. He's not. He may not even be pro bowler. He may be lucky to be a pro bowler. That was like in the Mick Foley's book. There was a wrestler. Uh, it was not very good, but he was a hell of a nice guy. Al Snow. And yeah. no, Al Snow could work. But uh, you know, Mick talked about how nice Owen was about people to the uh, point where they mentioned this guy, and I'm like, yeah, he's a real great guy, real solid guy. Yeah. Yeah, but how is he in the ring? Well, it's a real solid guy. He's a real great guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you have an ugly girlfriend. It's who you. you tell Tell everybody about her personality first. You know, you know, oh, I met this new chick. She's great, man. She's she's smart. she got degrees and blah, 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 blah. And man, she's great. How's she look? Man, is she great, man. She's got <laughs> degrees and she got this and she got that. But how's she look, man? You know, that, that's how you know. Right. But um, keeping on the Eagles here, um, you seem to get kind of caught up in what goes on with Michael Kendricks. And by thinking we don't have linebackers. So we, we run a system that employs three linebackers on the field usually at all times. Right. But the system that we're running, we're talking about a 4-3 defense, which right. is four defensive linemen, then three linebackers. Three linebackers. However, and a lot of teams that run the 4-3 are kind of transitioning over to four defensive linemen, two linebackers, and an extra safety or an after, extra cornerback uh, on the field because a lot of teams are splitting you up um, three wide. Right. And that, that's, that's a, a Three and four wide is kind of a, the common place nowadays. Yeah. So that's why Kendricks isn't seen a lot of time. Okay. We're, we're talking like 30% of the time he's actually on the field. Yeah. And when he's on the field, he's meh, not even, you know, he's doing okay, I guess, but he's only seeing the field. Th- he's a pass rush specialist. He can't cover any. Buddy. So yeah. he's better suited for a three-four. Yeah, Kendricks is the thing. Uh, the thing about the Eagles is as impressive me is they're. I mean, obviously when they started signing these contracts, mm-hmm. it was all right. Well, someone's got to go. We need this money. Yeah, they're finding other ways. Yeah, Roseman's a genius. Well, we, just, we knew that about his cap. But he can, wow, he can manipulate the cap. But everybody was like, "This is the year he's got to prove it." Yeah. And holy hell. Yeah. Um. Well, no, people have never questioned him on the money aspect. They've questioned him on the talent. What aspect. did they just convert McKelvin's contract to bonuses? Kelvin. Yeah, Leotis. They cut him. Right, but they still owe him money. They just converted somebody's contract to bonuses. Uh, was it? Well, they redid Selleck. <laughs> Might have been Rodney McLeod. It was Rodney McLeod. That's who it was. Yeah. Which, believe it or not, I mean, uh, Banner used to do that all the time. Yeah, but Banner was a good GM. <laughs> uh, hey. Uh, hey. Uh, I don't like Sidney Crosby. He was a hell of a hockey player. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it, it, he was a hell of a bean counter. So we always had plenty of cap Good space. accountant. Yeah, great accountant that he thought he would learn the NFL game. And he, to a degree, he did. Yeah. Um, but Roseman is his protege. Roseman, as we talked about before, was a is an accountant who wrote every NFL team a letter every day asking for a job. I'm sorry. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Anyhow, so word out of camp. Um, believe it or not, as I said, Rasul Douglas, the guy who we need to jump in and fill a cornerback void, right out the gate, word is, is he's doing everything. And... 
You kind really? of expected that, though. No, you didn't. I did. Really? That's what I heard. He was a world beater in West uh, West Virginia, but I heard he's going to need a little time, blah, blah, blah. And you never like to count on rookies. No. And here we are, and we're, we're just in the June. I actually so we said on this take... show, that I don't want to rely on all rookies in our okay. secondary. So you got a second-year guy and a journeyman right now, are your two starters, and then you got uh, Ron Brooks. So, is that Robinson? Yeah, Robinson's the journeyman. Yeah. So is Ron Brooks, basically. But well, look, I, I think at this point... He's his journeys. I think at this point, the we're going to rely on the pass rush to help our secondary. Right. Which we did last year, and we started out the first four or five games doing that very well. We had a lot of sacks. Right. And the cornerbacks actually looked good. Yeah. Because the, they weren't getting time. They didn't have to hold a guy or, or, or hold, you know. No, yeah, um, passes were getting rushed. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. That, yeah. So they're getting rushed, so the quarterbacks got less time, so you don't have to cover your guy as long. So the team's building to win now, and they aren't capable of it. No. So well, here's what's going to wind this up happening. a bad idea? No, because if you don't do this, and I think we talked about this before, if you don't do this, if you don't give Carson Wentz the weapons he's need, he needs, you're stunting his growth. Sure. So you got to give him protection. I think the offensive line is short up as short can be. Yeah. With what they got going on there, definitely good there. The signing of Blount, which you love and I love, and that I've been begging it's for for years. Me. Yeah, out of nowhere, because I last I heard he was signing with the Giants. It reminds me of, know, and I hope it doesn't pan out that way, but it reminded me of when we got Awesome Block. I was like, what? We got him? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, they did what they like. How do you think I felt with? We the, did. <laughs> how do you think I felt with uh with Jeffrey? Jeffrey, yeah. yeah I mean, you I, actually messaged me on Facebook. We yeah. got him. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, it was like four in the morning. And it, uh, the, the best part about it is, I was been calling for him since the trade deadline of last year. Yeah, I was uh, please just get him. Get him. Well, it worked out well for us that we didn't get him at the trade deadline. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he would have been a rental player. But then again, we don't know what the market again would have bared. Would have been a rental player and spent four games on the bench. That's right. Two weeks later, or a week yeah. later, he was, week later he, yeah. he popped. <clears throat> and I don't know how badly that hurt his stock as far as getting a contract. Or well, he got a one-year $15 million deal. It couldn't have hurt it that bad. And he wanted the one-year one 13. And he wanted the deal. He wanted the one-year. Yeah. That was his idea. It was, it's really a one-year nine. He wants to show me. He wanted the show. Yeah. And that's fine. It's great. The thing is, with, with a motivated. few tweaks to the roster, which I know you're going to love me saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The um, thing is, they aren't tweaking. No, no. I mean, next year. No, next 2018. year. 2018. Yeah. I agree. Next year, all bets are off. Unless, like, and Kelsey, I know where you're going with this. If Kelsey comes out and has a crazy incredible year makes approval all that stuff maybe we revisit this yeah we, we can discuss it then but you gotta imagine you gotta imagine that or if the other guy's crap here <laughs> you gotta imagine peter's a gone. yeah you're not keeping a 38 year old 11 million dollar that depends tackle. on the season i mean really <laughs> i think they wanted to get rid of him this year honestly but then they said but then he had that season <laughs> but he's been having this same season all along it's like when do you start the right future? but do you remember going into last year it was like all right we'll give peters one more shot but he's gone yeah and then he came out and did what he did <laughs> but if you watch him, Jim. Who's old? Every play, you could have called a false start on him. Every oh, yeah. <laughs> And they actually did a lot of them. Yeah. And I think that they kind of took care of him a little bit for by not calling what they could have called on him. Right. A little favorability like, there. We would have literally had 5,000 like, <laughs> uh, um, false start penalties. Cause right. That's, unfortunately, that's the way that, that, that goes. So my question is, when do you start the future? Yeah, that's the thing. I thought it was now. You were accepting, but they're not. yeah. You you were accepting like all right, a rebuild year, retool year, whatever the hell. It was it was an undercover rebuild. Yeah, it never ever is. It's always been retool. So and they actually came up with that. But I was okay with this year being a building year. You get a new left tackle in there, or actually, you're, all you're doing is sliding Johnson over to play the left tackle. Yeah, you're, I think you're gonna have Sam Allo. You're gonna have Vitae. You're gonna have somebody like that is gonna be your right tackle. Yep. Which is okay. I mean, they both played well last season. Sure. So I'm I'm cool with that. Um. Yeah, like Warmack. I think Warmack's another guy that you go ahead and you re-sign him again next year. Sure, you'll have more money next year, but you're not going to be able to bring back everyone. Cut. You have to make cuts. Yeah. No, dude. After next year, like 2019 year, you have even more guys coming off that you're really not going to miss. The way I figure it is everybody but Wentz is pretty much on a show-me deal. Yeah. Pretty, um, at I mean, this point... You may be exactly right. Like, Yeah. Like, you need to show now. Yeah. You gotta go. Yeah. Because we need money. Uh, it, the other thing... But the thing that, like, how he showed us this year, it's not we need money. We, we'll figure it out. The other thing that sort of put a bow on it, bring it around full circle, yeah. is uh, insofar as Macklin, and I know you're thinking bring him in for a show-me, I can't believe I'm saying it, considering the way last year went, but he... <laughs> You're crowding the receivers. Well, think about this, okay? So you have Alshon Jeffrey's going to make the team. Yeah. Regardless. Yeah. You're, uh, what's the kid, the, uh, the North Carolina State kid? He's going to make the team. All right. Um, who else really deserves 100% to make the team? Show me. That's what I'm saying. Like, who who deserves to make the team? Yeah. All 
doing those two. Who would you say are locks to make the team? I, I, Matthews. I, 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 okay. I say Smith is making the team. Smith. Uh, Tory Smith. Yeah. Oh, which brings me to another point about Smiths. Um, couple guys skipped camp. Mark Marks. Couple guys skipped skip camp. First week, Fletcher Cox actually went to Macklin's wedding. <laughs> okay. So when do you hear this? So they're down at some island. Macklin gets married. Macklin leaves and goes back to training camp. Misses the rest of his honeymoon. Right. And Fletcher Cox says, fuck it. I'm staying. And then, <laughs> and then the fucking Chiefs cut him. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I didn't even think about that. That's fucking like, hey, we know it's your wedding. Sorry, you're cut. Um, <laughs> but go enjoy the rest of your vacation. Now, why don't you come back to training camp and uh, screw it. <laughs> Wow. Skip my honeymoon to come so back. The, so well, we groom, have good news. <laughs> the groom actually comes back from his honeymoon, gets cut. Uh, this week, Fletcher Cox reported cool. But the guy, that two guys, that I, I one guy I just totally don't understand, the punter. Where the fuck is he at? Tiny Jones? Yeah. Where's he Australia. at? Australia. Having a Fosters. Listen to new our show. Okay, cool. All right. <laughs> Marcus Smith wants to get cut, and uh, the Eagles are probably going to wind up obliging him. It's not going to cost him any money. May save him a few bucks. Get him out of here. You I know? have no idea where Marcus Smith is. But he's saying, I'm staying home because. That's reminiscent of when he's on the field. Exactly. Where the hell is Marcus Smith? <laughs> yeah. He had a couple sacks. He's had like five sacks in three years. I'll tell you all you need to know about him. But we'll get back to it in a couple weeks here. Yeah, man. Uh, in the meantime, my birthday's coming up. Happy birthday, we're sir. We're celebrating it tonight. Let's get to the bar. All right. As far as the rest of you, I hope you have a safe and happy time. Hope you enjoyed the show. And uh, we'll see you next time. That's a great play by the cornerback. Yeah, game is over, but the fisticuffs apparently aren't.